0: You're listening to the Anthony Mercurio Performance Podcast, a show dedicated to breaking down elite sports performance and fitness. My name is Anthony Mercurio. Now I've worked with thousands of athletes over the last 15 years of strength and conditioning. And if you're looking for ways to improve your speed, jumping ability, or just overall athleticism, then this is the show for you. Let's get after it. Welcome back to another episode of the Anthony Mercurio Performance Podcast. We are up to episode number 38, and this one comes directly from a parent of a student athlete who we've been working with for quite some time over at Prime Movement Performance. And she had suggested that we talk about recovery, you know, what does that look like, um, what do we think about ice baths, should you be stretching, should we be taking supplements, so on and so forth. So recovery is a a big point of emphasis and topic if you follow instagram a little bit people are always talking about all this recovery type stuff and most of the time it comes down to proper nutrition and sleep those are the two best recovery methods that you're ever going to get because just that's the way your body naturally recovers from stuff your body needs fuel to feed its muscles and to repair you know broken down tissues and things like that from work and also needs time to rest and recover so sleep is your body's natural kind of recharging rebuilding time the training itself training whether you're, you know you're playing your sport or whatever that might be if you're creating a, a demanding enough stimulus or challenge then your body is actually breaking down so your ability to recover from that is your body's sleep, is when it rebuilds to be able to come back tomorrow and repeat that effort or a couple days later. So nutrition and sleep are going to be your number two, top two recovery methods. Now, in terms of you know, things you might see, theraguns, uh, ice baths, foam rolling, cryo chambers, saunas, this, that, and the other thing, there are some benefits to all those things, but on the grand scheme, in the, in the big picture, they aren't as beneficial as that we would hope for. Uh, let's take ice baths for example. Ice baths and ice in general, the old method of RICE, rest, ice, compression, and elevation, which was coined as, a, as an acronym to kind of work on injuries, has actually been debunked or, you know, researched a little bit more deeply and found that that actually isn't the most effective method of recovering from an injury. Uh, REST, maybe a little bit, ice actually When your body responds with swelling and your body responds with, you know, sending things to that area, that's actually your body's natural way to heal. So we, by ice, you know, we're essentially reducing blood flow and we're reducing the swelling and then we're making healing take longer. Compression, same thing, trying to reduce the swelling. Elevation, same thing. We're trying to get blood flow away from an area to reduce the swelling, but blood flow is actually the way that you want to be able to do that so the new acronym is i'm just going to look it up so i have it all uh correct um it's actually called MEET, right so rest ice compression and elevation and me is uh movement exercise and analgesics for pain so those are like non-steroid anti-inflammatories that have been exclusively, and they reduce inflammation. Although it's critical to healing, um, so we want to make sure that like it's just like pain relief. So it might be Tylenol uh, can reduce pain without inhibiting healing. So things like that. Uh, and T is for treatment, and it can be treatment in so many different ways. So the new acronym we go from my uh, rice uh, to me. Now a long time ago uh i was working at a a track and field camp and the the gentleman that i was working with and talking to about it he actually suggested that it was mice so taking the rest out completely in the movement and he replaced it with movement right which is now more common knowledge that we want to move after injury to help aid the healing so that uh, ice baths not so beneficial i mean what they can help with is the pain You know, when you go to a physical therapist and they give you ice, it's more so you don't have pain when you leave. It's not really doing anything for healing. If anything, you want to heat an area, especially a muscle area, uh, to increase blood flow and increase flushing to allow us to enhance healing. You want to move the body through ranges of motion because when uh, you have an injured area or you're trying to recover, your body actually will atrophy or or prevent you from doing stuff in those areas. So you actually have to regain function and you have to rebuild muscle tissue to allow it to heal. So let's say if you hurt your knee, all of the muscular structures around the knee, the quads, the hip flexors, so on and so forth, your hamstrings, they will actually atrophy a little bit, which means they'll stop working a little bit uh, because that's your body's natural response, your brain's natural response to uh, stop any further damage being done. Um, by allowing you to use it. So you actually have to rebuild those muscle tissues and all the tissues around the injured area. So you have to move it and exercise it to aid in healing. So uh, some of the foam rolling stuff can be beneficial. Again, foam rolling and and, uh, myofascial release, generally speaking, doesn't actually do anything to the actual tissue. What it does is it creates an opportunity for your central nervous system to calm things down. And because you can make such serious gains in such a short period of time, from foam rolling or, or you know those Theragun things or or massage, those those things have to be central nervous system driven, right? Because you're not making such drastic changes to actual muscle fibers or tissues in a, a two to three minute foam rolling session or a ten minute massage or things like that. What's really happening is that your central nervous system is allowing you an opportunity to you're creating a new opportunity for your body to move and exercise to rebuild and kind of hit save as you're moving forward. So, when we're looking at those different recovery methods, again, we, we, we are, you know, ice baths, probably not the most beneficial, uh, you know, in different recovery methods that you might see are doing that. Stretching um, can be beneficial. What we, what I like to do um, in terms of stretching, if we're trying to, if we're trying to improve flexibility, and there is some benefits for passive stretching, particularly passive stretching at the end of a workout, because it does create an opportunity because you're nice and warmed up to get into deeper ranges of motion than you would if you were cold but we like to do you know strength at length as kind of like our our durability circuits or, or the end of our workout so we will actually do loaded stretches where we'll use some weight and we'll stretch through different ranges of motion to allow those things to stick and the weighted stretches allow us to get deeper ranges of motion as well as allow our central nervous system to adapt and potentially hit that save button so those ranges of motions will stick for longer. So loaded stretches might be something like a seated good morning, a Jefferson curl, even like something like a GHD sit-up where you're stretching the abdomen and you're stretching the hip flexors. Uh, We like front foot elevated split squats kind of like the knees over toes version where you're trying to get a big stretch and actually get like in a split range of motion there lateral lunges get a good stretch in the adductors Um, you know so we're trying to you know rotational things different things for the shoulders uh, just hanging uh, passively from a pull-up bar gets the shoulders loosened up so just a lot of different ways that we can add weight to our stretching or we can load our stretches you know like we've done weighted butterflies for the groin as well Uh, so just different ways that we would like to add load and weight to our stretches that will allow us to hit save and also improve Uh, overall flexibility and function. I actually just made a post on Instagram about this uh, in terms of a lateral lunge. When we're in positions and we never train these certain positions, most injuries and pain happen because your body gets out of... into a position that's out of its capacity or out of its you know normal thing so if you get into a big split position or if you get into a big you know stretch of the hamstring or a big stretch of the hip flexor you might strain or pull that muscle because it's getting into a loaded position under stress when you're running kicking jumping getting hit by another player so in training we want to try to mimic or get ourselves into these positions as much as possible and load them so then our body is more uh, able to respond to them when that happens on the field whether it's practice or games because you're always going to get into compromising positions especially if you're really trying really hard and you're playing a contact sport or a collision sport like football um, your body's going to get pushed or uh, fall into positions that aren't optimal so you want to be able to make sure that you put some of those in your training and uh, at least train those muscle groups in ways that allows them to stress Uh, stretch under stress. So uh, under duress, underweight, whatever that might be. So then when they hit, when that things happen in, uh, in your sport, then it's not so detrimental or injurious. Yeah. So recovery, Uh, The top things you're thinking about for recovery are going to be sleep and nutrition. After that, some of the other things can help here and there. Uh, They help calm the central nervous system down. They get you more into the rest and relax phase uh, versus fight or flight. So that does aid in healing, Um, but it's not as beneficial as we might hope. Until next time. Peace. Hello, all my lovely listeners. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A friendly reminder to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. By giving me some love on your app of choice, you're helping me get the word out to as many people as humanly possible. What that means is that I can invest more time and energy into creating the best podcast for you that revolves around sports performance and human ability. Thanks again for your support, and we'll catch you next time.